Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Horrible. Despicable. (laughs) Miserable. This was a moment in time this i will never terrible forget. moment this is like <laughs> literally the worst episode of dawson's creek we've seen Ever. so far now okay is this karma because we have spent a lot of time <laughs> really bashing joey mm-hmm. and not so much katie holmes i won't say like our problem is not with katie holmes correct not usually not no. usually yeah it's just joey potter in general so then you have to attribute that to the writing but is it karma that we get a all Joey Potter episode for all the times you bitched about her. Yeah, this is what we get. We've been complaining nonstop about Joey's storyline, especially this season. I feel like we've like particularly been like, ugh, great or whatever. Um, and now we get a full and like I can't. Okay, the fact that this started out as like a to be continued from the last episode right. makes zero sense because it doesn't. It, okay. We talked about this offline a little bit. Like, if they had done, like, if she had gotten held up by the mugger at the end of the last episode yeah. and then had that be the to be continued, makes a lot of sense. But to have Joey, like, throwing a snowball at a sign and then happily walking off to be continued, it makes zero sense. Do the producers of Dawson's Creek know what a to be continued is? I really think they're just, like... People are falling off in season five. They're not liking it. We need to pull them back in. How do we pull them back in? A TBC. 
a, a TBC. Okay, so let's mm-hmm. see. Let's go to the credits because we've we've never done this. We've never talked about who's responsible for Dawson's Creek. Okay. Um, executive producers, and I I want if anybody if any of these people that I mention actually listen to the show i don't know how that's possible but just you have to answer to me please email me executive producers paul stupin paul what are you doing paul tom tom (laughs) tom come on tom tom greg prank greg Greg, Greggy, I expected more from you. We really did. These also okay. have white man names, also. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Associate producer Cynthia Stegner. Cynthia, we had, we thought some, we like, we were thought so highly of you until now, Cynthia. <laughs> Director of photography Frank Pearl. Frank, you, you my man, no Frank pearls. the Tank. You deserve no. Pro- Edited by Daniel Valverde. Did they not give you anything good enough for you? to edit yeah. better with you left all the bad parts in <laughs> you left <laughs> all the bad parts in um who, who's the writer here they don't tell me Caution they don't designer. want us to know they don't want us to know no one wants to take credit for this nobody's taking credit because we don't even have a normal uh top scene this this Okay, so I think we've seen this one other time when Mitch passed away where they did like a dramatic, they didn't want to do like, I don't, don't want to wait. Yeah, they don't want to bop to the, yeah. I don't want to wait. So, so they, they had like make sad it music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had sad music, but they still had the normal credits. Now, this opening segment was dark, smoky background. Yeah. Dark and smoky with a scary music. Yeah. Um just all around disturbing i am still trying to find the writer so that i can roast the writer or the director yeah uh but not even the writer and the director want to they don't want to be claim. found they're in hiding they don't want to shame they don't want to take claim uh yeah they really are not it's on imdb the writer and director of this episode what is this episode called downtown, downtown crossing? crossing yeah also uh, the episode visible. title is trash as well uh, I think that Downtown Crossing is a pedestrian shopping zone in Boston. Okay, which we'll get. Like, to how it. would we know? We're stupid. Well, not just that. Just the no. fact that Joey is sh- walking around in Boston, one of the like busiest cities in the United States, middle of the night, and, and there's, there's no nobody one there. else on the streets. Ridiculous! Downtown how Crossing. are you going to put her? She's not in some random side alley. She is in the hub. The hub. The hub. Um, yeah. Okay, Downtown here we crossing. go. I found, yep. I found, <laughs> Tom, it's Tom's fault. He's the writer. Tom! Tom, Tom Capinos. God Who damn it, you? Tom. Tom, what else? And then David Petrakara is the director. I blame you too. David. Okay. So Tom, what else have you done in your life? You were born in Levittstown, New York. How oh, far is that from you? Town. I have family well, in Levittown. Well, we're just owning you. Oh, That's what okay. we're doing. Yeah. Born no in 1969. Guess um, what? He's nice. never had a 69 because if he did, <laughs> then he would write a better episode. <laughs> is that what I'm saying right now? He hasn't done anything since 2019. Maybe because they all saw this episode of Dawson's Creek and they said, fuck this. We won't yeah. do this anymore. You're not hireable anymore. He was a showrunner for Californication. Californication? Is that when they added corn into Californication? <laughs> or Californication. Uh, I don't know about that show. 
Probably oh, I watched a little bit of it. it was I won't all, watch a lot it. Of sex. Oh, because okay. get it fornication, Cal, and it's that song. Is it Red Hot Chili Peppers? It is. Yeah, yeah. I do Even like that California. song. I love. You know, back in the day, the Red you Hot love Chili a Peppers Red Hot Chili Pea. were my favorite band. I saw them twice, and um, and they were very good. Mm-hmm. They're all right. They're all right. Okay, I'll fuck with a song or two. Yeah, I mean, like your favorite band is Journey, and it always has been Journey. So, okay, you say that with such disdain in your voice no, and judgment. No, there was there was there was there was a little. There no, was a little. no, 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 just no. A smidge, just a dash. So, um, <sighs> this episode, like, okay, so I came into it. I was just like, hey, my name is Sarah. I'm gonna watch this episode of Dawson's <laughs> Creek. I had no idea what I was getting into. I will say. We talked about last week how the little box that tell like has a little picture. Oh, the yeah, I forget. Why am I blanking on the name of it? The thumbnail. Thumbnail. The thumbnail is very spoilery. It's ridiculous. So last week I saw Joey at a hospital bed. Of but course. I didn't know. I couldn't. I did not see who it was. But I just saw her at a hospital bed. Right. So I was like, oh, no, like Dawson, Pacey, Jack, like who's in the hospital? Nobody. Nobody that we know. Some random. Yeah. So I was expecting something to go into this. Oh, maybe I thought it was um, Professor Wilder. Mm. That would track. Yeah. But no, it was none of the above. And I, the last thing that I was expecting was an all Joey Potter episode. Yeah, which answers the question of who is in every episode of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, which I answered that question like five right, weeks ago. Tammy gave ago, you the riddle and you solved it. I and then this it. is just And then he refused to confirm it until well, I now guess this episode. I bet you he left a voicemail was, confirming it. Yeah, you were waiting for it. Now, what did we do to deserve this? This episode, I just, let, let's just be, we have to be very upfront with the listeners right now. Yeah. We're going to trash this episode if you can mm-hmm. tell already. No. It's fucking terrible. It's and bad. it's not terrible because it's like, it, it's partly terrible because it's a Joey centric episode. It's more that like, if it had done literally anything that mattered, maybe we would come in here with like, at least a like, well, at least they did this. No, no, it does nothing to, to move Joey's character forward to give mm-hmm. her any kind of character development. It's all just, it you know what if it screams to me um network desperation of we need a big like we can make this trailer joey's gonna get mugged there's gonna be a car accident like it all ties back to her dad and so i can picture what the trailer for this episode looked like and how they marketed it as the continued and it's oh my god the drama and Mm -hmm. it is like a fucking fart of an episode it's nothing it's a fart in the fucking wind it's nothing it's it's a waste of all of our time yeah yeah and it's it's just like so i just wanted to prepare the listeners we're gonna completely trash this episode yeah i can't imagine this is your favorite episode but if it is you you know? Yeah, and like if you don't like negativity, like I totally understand that. I am trying to eliminate negativity from my life as well. So if you want to bow out, totally fine. Um, I also refuse to go like beat by beat in this episode. We can't. We simply cannot. Because what's the point? What's the there, point? It, there's zero point. It's it's so it's so um 
offensive that basically I tried to get out of stopping myself to speak a full hour plus (laughs) about this podcast by offering up an AMA. And I don't know what it says about us or our listeners that they voted they don't want to know shit about us. You know what it is, Sarah? It's the way you worded the oh, poll. Man. Because you worded it too, like, because you worded it like, would you rather have, uh, you yeah. know, we, we talk about the episode a little bit and then do an AMA, or would you rather have us roast and bash this episode? Okay, so it's, love it was roast my and bash. Okay, they, it was my wording. Was wording. I was just like, our listeners do not want to know shit about us. No, they're like, don't talk about yourselves. Like, don't <laughs> give like, a single fuck know, about you. Like, you know what? Every single week when you do that 15 minutes where you talk about what you yourself, skip it. we don't fucking care. No, or skip right through that. Is it that we're so transparent about our lives on this podcast? They're like, we know everything about you and we're oh. done with it. It could be. We don't have enough skeletons in our closet. I have skeletons, baby. Ask me about it. I have so much trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Why Ask aren't you me. asking us questions, listeners? Question. You fuckers don't care what my favorite color is. None <laughs> of you care. Like, can I guess what your favorite color is? I've, you've known a billion times, I, but yes. I was going to try to impress the listeners when I said oh, it was gray. It's gray. It's gray. And everyone can make fun of you because it's gray. I like that's not the most gray. Pisces, sad girl moment I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Gray is a favorite color. I do like gray a lot, but then everybody's like, Sarah, your real favorite color is pink. Like You every- do have a lot of pink things. You have all these pink things. And yeah. like, I like gray better. Mm-hmm. I do. The good news is your f- two favorite colors go very well together. They do. Great they do well indeed. Yeah. Love gray, love pink. But guess what? The listeners don't care. No, they're like, fuck your favorite color. Bash the episode. Bash the episode. We don't want an AMA. We got one question for our AMA. Oh, what is it? Okay, here we go. So if you don't want to hear about our lives, listeners, <laughs> skip forward. <laughs> I love how they're like, we asked you to bash the episode, not us. (laughs) Okay. My best friend, Jamie. Now, Jamie, this is a little confusing. I don't want to, I don't want to roast you, but your thing is at Alex Cavafran. 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 Is your name Jamie or is it Alex? I don't know. I don't know, but don't roast the listener that actually sent us in a question. Jamie, Alex. We love you. I just said that you were my favorite. Have you ever considered doing my so-called life? Oh, well, we did cover the premiere of the, the pilot of yeah. my so-called life over on pilot season with uh, Michael J. Clark. Once upon a time, you watched the entire season. Indeed, uh, I did. That. I only yeah. have seen the pilot. So I guess the answer is like, we kind of have covered it. I don't know. Is it is it only one season? Remind it's only me. one season. So I think it's a very good um candidate for our new 2023 thing of um perhaps doing one-off seasons of 90 shows yeah add it to the list baby yeah so we would consider it now um you could have that and more if only you voted for us to do an ama (laughs) (laughs) that's what you're missing out all that's the hot yeah 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 but oh you know it's so is life you don't want to know about us that's we don't fine. give a single fuck about our lives it's cool <laughs> we get it dawson's creek is more exciting than our lives don't worry about it's it it's like joey potter's more exciting than us uh, that's simply not true this well, is actual falsehood saying. that's what they're saying it's fine uh, guess what i'm a loser i know i'm a loser 
Well, we all kind of know we're losers, you know, like yeah. no popular person is like getting on a podcast. They're like out doing non podcast. They're doing things. popular people things. Popular, like which I don't even know what that consists of because I've never been popular. That's something that you could have learned if only you chose to do an if AMA. You, if you wanted to ask us, why aren't you popular, Justin Sarah? Well, we can't answer that because you didn't ask us. <laughs> so that's how this fucking. All called. right, all right, let's hone it in. It's <laughs> roasting of the listeners is over. We're fourteen minutes in, and this is about the time where our normal listener would fast forward to probably. Yeah. Um. Right. So yeah, as Sarah so... said, we're not taking this episode beat by beat because you no. know what. It doesn't fucking deserve it. So we're gonna kind of go like more like scene by scene, scene by uh, scene, where we pick up where we left off. Joey is like strolling in to get money out of an ATM. She's yeah. calling Professor Wild. They're like, "Oh hey, um, hi, I wanna um stop by." Um, I finished up. So I have finished up trolling around Boston to uh to to Audrey and making her feel better and Pacey. And then yeah. I went to Dawson and said, "Have you ever considered that maybe I'm your sign?" <laughs> Whatever yeah. that means. We still don't know. Ridiculous. So she's finished up her shitty advice and she's grabbing some cash. Why does she need cash to hang out with Professor Wilder? No idea. This is the 90s. We don't ask why people need cash. They just needed it Fair for enough. whatever reason. Fair she's enough. She's like walking down the street and this creepy guy is on the opposite like opposite yeah. sidewalk i and knew what was happening at this point of he course tried we to, all he did. tried to enter in the bank i saw the him thing... try to pull open the bank well the other thing is and i'm gonna do my very very best when i trolled joey this episode to not like victim blame because muggings happen right like robberies happen bad things happen to people and it's not their fault that those things happen to them but it also was wild to me that joey didn't notice the guy across the street or didn't even notice him crossing the way i just mm. feel like if I am a young woman in a busy city, again, a busy city like Boston where no one's on the fucking road, it's yeah. fine. Um, I'm aware of my surroundings maybe a little more. I mean, and, and she doesn't even have like earbuds in or anything like nowadays. You'd expect everyone to have earbuds in when they're right. walking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was wild to me that she didn't even notice him until he's like right in front of her face. Because she is love struck she's so yeah. focused on being like, love. Oh she's my just god like, wilder. so cute yeah that, because this is the same day that she kissed him a big yeah. whopping kiss so yeah. yeah he's tracking her he has uh pointed her out as his target and yeah he comes right up in his face and basically he asks for money she says no and then he makes he lies by the way he's like i'm not gonna mug you and i'm not going to sexually harass you yeah that was a he, lie like, this this whole thing okay the thing that was weirdest about this episode is like this mugger like any version i'm not i've not been mugged um mm -hmm. but oh i should knock on all of the wood i don't want to be mugged um but like this i don't <laughs> He makes no sense to me. It's like he feels like he's just very lonely. <laughs> Wants someone to talk to. This motherfucker is the loneliest bastard that ever existed. <laughs> it's just like, um, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna mug you, I'm not gonna rape you, um, I'm not gonna do mean things to you, but like also I want your money. <laughs> also, I'm not yeah, exactly. But let's chat about it first for like 30 minutes of the episode. Yeah. Now do you think that if she just handed over the 20 bucks that she took out from the bank account, if he would have left her alone? Probably no, not. no, yeah. because he's lonely. Literally, he yeah. doesn't just want the money. He wants the attention and he right. wants to have someone to but talk to. She's lonely, too, because she she has full ass conversations with this man. She entertains Weird, this right? man so much. 
It's so okay. Much. It's very strange. Like again, in this moment where he is like harassing her, like uh, physically getting very close to her. She is doing like, I, I I feel like at this point you can't blame anybody for whatever they do because whatever they do is based off of like instinct. Right. Correct. And her instinct is to like, shut him down, say like, no, I don't have any money. I'm not giving you any money. Um, and like basically just try to walk around him like a bunch of times, which again, um, it, that's how she's reacting. Um, that's not a bad thing. Like you're going to react how you're going to react in the moment. Um, but he like, eventually, um, he shows that she, she he has a gun in his jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is when we get the, like the silly intro that you, <laughs> you it's just about. very dramatic. And like I said, it's yeah. like a dark smoky background and it has like some like creepy, sad music. Yeah. And it's very dramatic. It's just really, really dramatic. It's so like dour. And then we come back to like him holding her gunpoint, like pulling her over into like this one section of the street and basically Not being one like person passes. No, it's ridiculous. He's like, listen, I know you're a little rich girl. I saw you at the ATM. Where do you go to school? I don't understand why Joey tells him again. Like, I'm not trying to victim blame. Like, I'm really doing my best not to. But like, do you want this man to come find you after? Like, why aren't you lying? There's hundreds of schools in Boston. I don't understand why she gave him his, her real name. And I don't under. I guess like the point is, is like he's gonna take her debit card anyway. He's like, going to have see, access like, to her name. Yeah, but that's fair. I'm still know. like I wouldn't tell him where I went to school because I just feel like he's gonna come find me again. Like I, whatever Joey does is like in the heat of the moment. Like I don't know what I would do in the heat of the moment, but it just feels like oh my god, Joey, stop, stop, stop! <laughs> like don't tell him where you go to school. It's very yeah. scary. I think that there's by the way, like I don't know how to do it which doesn't really help what I'm going to say, but I think that there's a way with iPhones in particular, if you press a certain button multiple times, oh, it calls then the it makes a, an emergency call. That's cool. So I think like nowadays there is ways for you to be protected um, yeah. in terms of making like an emergency call or whatever. And they'll, probably be able to track you but the amount of time it took for the police and the ambulance to come after she eventually in did call boston. in boston like there where there's like probably a cop on every corner it's like it took like a half an hour for a fucking ambulance and cop car yeah to come around it was ridiculous but that's in a few minutes basically she eventually gives him the cell phone and the money and the $20 is $20. what she took out of an ATM. Like, why yep. even bother? But okay. Exactly. And then eventually he's like, you know what? Um, you probably have more than that. And I, oh no, wait, she kicks him, which I was very entertained by because, of course, because of course. it reminds me of like the creepy episode where she, like, uh, the four, four stories. scary stories. I yeah, think. where she like dropped kicked. She the did a, gun. I forget what it's called, but it's a straight up just like windmill kick to the face. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you ever take self defense class? No, but I know, like, I've seen some like YouTube videos in terms of like what you should do. Yeah. Um, senior year this was the only time in gym that I actually enjoyed myself being there senior year of high school in gym I opted to take like self-defense courses that's great that they offered that I know and this was in 2007 right and uh we got to do like self-defense and we learned like if somebody grabbed your wrist what you should do and we like would practice on each other 
like your friend would like grab your wrist and then blah 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 yeah um great times of course this was like a thousand years ago but it was very handy to do that right before you went off to college no that's really really that's honestly really really good because i i've said like when i was in high school i don't felt like they taught a lot of like life skills yeah um like how to balance a checkbook how to pay your bills how to you know what i mean how to do your taxes we didn't learn any of that maybe they do now wait we're in our 30s so like, i don't i doubt it i think probably not. honestly but i, I don't want to be pessimistic but i think the system purposely uh doesn't teach you this stuff mm. so that you can mess up and then foil hat i i don't <laughs> i'm sorry i don't mean to be a joey but uh <laughs> I don't know. So, but yeah, it's like, uh, what from what I know, like I know the basics of like if someone zip ties your hands, you like bring your hands straight up and then down next to your sides to break yeah. the zip tie. Like there are certain things I know, and that obviously we've all seen Miss Congeniality, so we know to sing. Yeah. Um, I do know that. <laughs> I do know that. Um, um, but yeah, like there is only so much Joey can do when she like she kicks the the phone out of his hands she like runs to pick it up and then tries to run away but my girl is in some like boots some booties. like heel boots heel booties and he catches it's her snowy it's snowy it's icy so obviously he catches up with her and he's like you better you shouldn't have done that girly yeah yeah so he like makes her go to uh he makes the her ATM. go into the atm again because he knows she has a debit card um and so she all she has like in her in her checking account is like forty seven dollars, but in her savings account she has five hundred and seven dollars. Yeah, this really upset me. Number one, I was just like very grateful that she didn't have like twenty thousand dollars in her bank account. I don't think you could take that much out of an ATM at once anyway. Sure, but like we know that Wilson gave her like a chunk of money to pay for school, so I was expecting that. But it made me so sad that he cleared out her bank account when all she had was $500 and he like, and like, we know, we know he doesn't know this, but we know that Joey has no money. Like this is her life savings. Essentially. There's no daddy for her to go call. There's no like rich uncle that she can get money from. Like, this is it. Like he took, if he actually got away with this money, like he had no money. She would have no money to like buy food. She would probably have no money to buy books next semester. It made me so sad. And I know that this actually does happen. And it, like, if somebody did to me, I'd be like, I have no money. Like, you're taking from me, like, all I have. It just made me so depressed. Thinking, no, it's, like, it I is really it. sad for someone like Joey who doesn't have a ton of money to then have to deal with not only not having the money anymore, but having this like traumatic experience. Yeah. And like, all the time is spent again. The show is trying to make the mugger like, charismatic like yeah. you can feel that that's what they're aiming to do because he's trying to be like i'm not gonna kill you just or like i'm gonna unless i kill you just kidding like he has like these like moments where like you can tell the show wants us to be like oh he's silly like he's harmless but like he certainly does not feel harmless when he has a gun no. pointed to one of our main characters for heads. me he felt erratic like he it was he just felt erratic and um he would it, it made him seem like he had a couple of like 
screws loose because he would be like overly friendly and like acting like what he was doing was basically a favor for her and i mean it is joey to be a sass and kind of like fight back but do you think like a small town girl like joey who's never lived in a big city would still have that joey sass when being mugged or is this out of character for her i do think it's in character and the reason i think it's in character is because she does she doesn't have a lot and so i feel like she feels fiercely protective of what she does have because it takes a lot for her to to get that much money and to like be able to save that much money Mm -hmm. and so i understand why she would be like um really sassy and really like annoyed with the entire experience like oh i can't believe you're gonna take all my money you piece of crap like i think it's it is in joey's character it's just more of like it's not compelling to watch is what it is it's just sad and the guy seems desperate and like he can't even just leave after he takes the money now he has to like interrogate her about like oh like if you were mad at your boyfriend how could he get in your good graces right and he just like continues to interrogate her right but also he's talking about himself like he's talking about we now know that he's a drug dealer we now know that he's married but um he his marriage is not going well and they're in an argument and we start like learning about this guy and i don't know if we're supposed to start being interested in him joey is asking like more like like i said like she's entertaining all of this that was the part that i found unbelievable though because again like the way the show is framing it or wants us to feel is like oh joey thinks this guy is like her dad like that's how she he reminds her of her dad because he's a drug dealer and made and because again he's quote-unquote charismatic but like so she's entertaining his shenanigans and like again i I shouldn't i'm not victim blaming it's more of um this is not how i would have handled it like i feel like my prerogative is to get this guy out of my fucking face and like get him away from me right Mm -hmm. but she i feel like she's like continuing the conversation like unnecessarily she's like she's probing questions as well yeah i mean she is and that's what i guess i have the biggest issue with is that it's isn't it it's like it's and not enough that like he stole her phone stole all the money that she literally has in this world and he continues to ask her questions and she stops like if it was i would just fucking bolt like stop entertaining his shit yeah and she, then uh, you know entertaining it a little bit, a little I, bit. I like i mean she he like asks inappropriate questions like are you a virgin and Mm -hmm. like i don't know like i know that like it's hard for her to get out because he's like always in her face but i i don't know like i just yeah it's just it's just like uncomfortable and it's it's a prolonged uncomfortability like we have to witness this mugging situation for like half the episode eventually to the point where he takes her coat because he wants to give that to his wife as like a gift right um so she's left in the cold in like her in her sweater and scarf. Um oh and then is this where we get our first like alone again? Yeah. That, song, <laughs> that song. Okay. I feel like we've heard this song it's before. so many times we've heard it. We this is like Dawson's Creek's favorite song to play. But I feel like it's the sad Joey song. It's the sad alone again. I don't even know what song this is. No one cares because it's not even good. I don't even think it's a real song. Uh Alone Again song, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, what comes up on the Googs? Let's see. 
Alan, no. Alan, I think it's a woman, isn't it? I mean, I thought so. Gilbert Sullivan. It's, maybe it's the original version and they redid it or something. I have no um, with the song alone is. Again. Alone again. It's terrible. And so he, right, so she's like walking down the street and he like, uh, he like stops in the middle of the road to like wave at her and this fucking car smashes into mm -hmm. him and then just fucking bolts. Very Mean Girls, very uh, Final Destination. It was funny. Did you laugh? I laughed. It was very funny. It was so I stupid. Laughed. And, and yeah, it was a hit and run. The car ran yeah, off. Yeah, the car leaves. And like, okay, so I need to ask you what you would do, right? So because this guy looks unconscious in the middle of the street, has your money, has your cell phone, has your coat. What are you? What are you doing? Are you calling the cops? Are you taking uh, your crap and leaving? Okay. Are you just running away? Okay, number one, I'm just so tickled the fact that like first things first, Joey's like, I'm taking my coat. I'm yeah. taking my coat. <laughs> this guy's bleeding from the mouth. She's like, I'm taking my and coat. She's like, really putting cold. chili. I love how she was like really debating with herself like what she should do. She was like staring at him. She was like, oh no. Again, I mean, yeah. empty street in Boston. Not a single human. Being not a there. single person. One hundred percent, I would take my stuff back. Like. I mean, I want my shit. Well, I want you know my what money. I would do first, though? I would kick this fucker to make sure he's actually, like, unconscious. No, because you I'm kick him. Hands in his pockets. No, you kick him, and then he grabs your ankle. But he grabbed her hand regardless. True. But coat first, right? Coat first. She's cold. Yeah, she's, she's cold. chilly. She's, so she goes, to, she goes to grab the cell phone, and he grabs her arm, and he's just like, no, you can't, you can't call anybody. And she's like, I'm calling for help. Like, yeah. you need to be seen by a doctor. And he's just, like, literally bleeding from the mouth, like, I'm fine. What, and what's he's, like, the injuries here? He's internally bleeding? I mean, fuck yeah. He got smashed by a goddamn car, and he's bleeding out maybe, of his mouth. I don't think it's a mouth injury. got broken, and they stabbed his lungs or something like that. It stabbed something on the inside. Right. And so he holds her up at gunpoint, and he's just like, you say or you die. And she's like, you're not going to shoot me. I'm going to go grab my cell phone. And she calls his bluff. And when he goes to shoot the gun, there's, like, literally no ammo in it. Which she pissed. pissed me off, too. Like, it doesn't surprise yeah. me that the gun was not really loaded. But yeah. it just pisses me off. Like, but this is this is like the games that the criminals play. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Do you, like it, it, we just watched Thelma and Louise. We saw people yeah. held up at gunpoint, but Thelma had the bullets. Thelma and Louise kicks this fucking episode's ass from here to fucking Boston. For like criminals. That yeah, it's so much better. Shit. Yeah. Like. It's ridiculous because he's like, no, don't call the cops. I can't. I can't get. I can't go I to can't. jail. It's like you're fucking internally bleeding, okay. you dumbass. One, yeah, I would call the cops and like, yeah, like he should go to the hospital and then go to jail. Of course, yeah, yeah. And so that's what she does. So she here's the thing. I think that was interesting though. So she like she calls the cops and the ambulance, and then she just goes and like sits with him in the middle of the street. I'm like, girl, either stand on the side of the street so you don't get killed too, or yes. drag his ass to the side of the street. No, 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 no. You don't want you don't want to move him. You can't move the body. Like that's stood up. One. What kind of freaking criminal are you? You don't move the body. I'm not a criminal. Is the point? What do you mean? No, you never. Move. Number one, if you move him, he's probably going to like 
be an incredible amount of pain like the 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 choice is like you should leave him where he's at you don't want to pull him also in terms of like evidence like you don't want to touch him i know that he's alive but don't touch yeah, the body he's alive trying to smoke cigarettes like so yeah, yeah. so she I, I it's just like again it's wild to me that she goes and it helps him light a cigarette in the middle of the street and she's squatting down making herself smaller and then she sits and yeah. i'm like girl you're gonna get hit by another a car like get uh, out of the I road know. i know well there's nobody else in boston except these nobody else in boston in that car yeah and this is like another thing it takes so long for the car or the police to get there the ambulance to get there and they have a full ass fucking conversation where she gives him the full biography of her life she talks about her father was a drug addict her mother died of cancer um yeah she... they have like a whole a whole conversation and how again like how her father used to deal drugs and he went to prison and that's where he is mm -hmm. now and he's trying to figure she always was trying to figure out like why he would do it when he has a wife and two daughters um and she like again this show is really trying its best to like make their make connections and make, right. make it explain why joey is entertaining this dickhead's like breath right. and it's and she says maybe that's why i'm being so nice to you i want to know why and i'm just what? like okay show like really hit us over the head with it please people and this guy is not mr potter because okay so like <clears throat> mr potter's whole thing was that like i did it to like take care of my family mr potter right. first stole the money that was supposed to go to the girl's daycare and use it on drugs for himself. Right. I don't remember that. Well, we don't, I don't think Mr. We never got the impression that Mr. Potter was a drug user, just that he sold them. Right. As far as I know, as far as I this know, guy is he was a, a cheater. Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. But this guy I think is, is also like an addict as well. Oh uh, yeah. I believe so. So I think based on what he is, what, well, what he, he says, he stole the money that he was supposed to use for his daughter's yeah. daycare on himself. And that was kind of despicable. Um, hated that. He says that he deals mostly E. Joey knows E. She hasn't used it, but she, she came across it. Remember that episode where they went to the rave? Oh my god. Those were good times. <laughs> that was when Those I enjoyed the show. Times. Remember Andy was on E on that episode. Oh, actually, that was the episode before Andy left. Those were bad times. Those were really bad times. <laughs> Those, Those were, were rough worst times. times. We miss that. I but I mean, at least, at least that episode was like much more enjoyable than this one. Of course. I mean, most yeah. things are. What would um, you do if I if Yui got the drugs from this guy that made Andy pass out a full circle moment. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think know. That would I'm, just work trying, I'm just trying to make this. I don't think anything would work. Hey, do you have, you're from, uh, you're from the Creek. Have you ever heard of that? Like big beaked kid, Yui? <laughs> have you ever heard of that guy? That's almost attractive, but not quite, but not quite. And like the weirdest thing is that he spells his name D R U E. What the fuck is up with his that? His mom's kid? a complete bitch. <laughs> Such a bitch. I just saw him on the streets the other day and I was like, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you a bit. And Joey's like, no, never heard of him. Don't know him. Uh, like you know what? Mariah Carey. Make me laugh. Yeah. 
Yeah, fucking Yui, man. It would at least make me giggle a little bit. But this, yeah. the, you know what? You know what gave me the biggest laugh this whole episode? Was that? The paramedics arriving. The cop talking to Joey. Oh, she's and like, her- I'm fine. I'm going to go home. And then she fucking, what? She what did she do? Faints. She, she fucking faints. Faints. Yeah, like, Joey, how did we get here? Like, what, like <laughs> you said you were fine a minute ago. You were just hanging out with him. Oh, Why my God. Why did she faint? It's so stupid. Like she just she fucking just faints and they're like, oh, okay, guess I got we gotta bring her now to the we hospital. Bring her. And Was she, she in comes, shock? She fainted by uh, shock. You know what? She's just oh the drama. Yeah. Um, but the best part is when she wakes up, she's sitting up in a hospital bed, not laying down. She's full on sitting up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they just leave her sitting. I don't think so. I think it's this so is weird. Past. I don't know. So the doctor is like, yeah, he said you were in shock. You must have fainted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so she asks about what the about the guy, and he's in surgery. He has lots of internal bleeding. Um, and so Joey is just like, okay, I'm, I guess I'm gonna leave. But then she takes it upon herself. There's a little girl alone with a teddy bear in the middle oh, of the fucking oh, room. Why the? F- she never is. She is. I don't know what is up with her. Like she will not fucking just go home. She, she is entertaining. Really so a self-sabotager. Yeah. She's like, sees this little girl with a teddy bear and it's like, Hey little girl, like what's going on? Where's your mommy? Her mom was five feet away from her. Yeah. Her, her mom, mom was, was right there. How did this motherfucker get lost? She was right near her mom. Joey like takes this kid and like, like okay just bring the kid to a hospital worker like why are you you know but yeah then it turns out uh so her name is grace um or no sorry the mom's name is grace the kid's name is sammy who the fuck Um, cares and yeah and the mom is like oh yeah little guys names for little girls oh girl i don't even know can you do me a huge favor and watch my child this is a stranger a stranger joey could be a kidnapper it's ridiculous she's like here thank you so much just go watch her it's like get a fucking hospital worker or just have the kid at the counter with you also like okay the only kid i've ever seen joey interactive uh, interact with is baby alexander and i would not say that she is like a natural born caretaker she's not a kid person i think it's you know what it is what's that They've cast a kid that looks a little bit like Joey well, in terms duh. of she's a white yeah. kid with brown hair yeah. and she has these big, big eyes. Yeah. Now, okay, so I am going to uh, get all like therapy on us. And, you know, have you ever heard of like the whole healing your inner child? Yeah. Thing? This is what this episode is. Now, I assume, yes, I assume that in the 90s, healing your inner child was a uh therapy mechanism and this is what this is like this is what i think that the show is trying to do they're trying to heal joey's inner child and find acceptance that she had a father that was emotionally and physically unavailable and chose a life of crime rather than spending time with her kid and she was able to talk to the child as if it was herself and try to heal the child's perspective on her father and in turn heal her own perspective on herself with her relationship with her father. This is what I think the show is trying to do. 
So maybe I'm giving it too many props. Maybe. No, I think it's trying to do it. I just don't it's think it does it successfully. It. No, 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 no. Because you know what? Like two totally different situations, right? Like this, it's not apples to apples. No, it's not. It's very different. And it it's so stupid that like, okay, we find out, which we already knew that like, okay, Sammy's dad is the mugger yeah. and he got hit by a what car. Are, what's, what's the likelihood of this? This is so stupid. H- hundreds of people in this hospital, I am sure. But the- it is so, yeah. so coincidental that this it's, winds up is. happening. And it's so stupid. And so they're like, oh, what are you here for? And Joey's like, oh, I got mugged. Uh, and she's like, oh, tell me about your husband. Oh, he's a loser. Like, we got yeah. married young. Like, yeah. And blah, she, blah, 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 once blah. again, she's entertaining this person. I can't get Joey to talk about anything at any time and any situation to anybody but today this bitch is the chattiest motherfucker that ever lived yeah no she's a chatterbox right now and she, she just feels never the need. talks we yeah. can't get her to talk but she won't freaking shut up today and she talks to this stranger and gives like asks all these questions about her and all this crap um and yeah she soon realizes that this is the wife and the child of the mugger and um it doesn't take too long for the wife to realize that uh she is the victim yeah yeah because she says oh the guy who mugged me got hit by a car uh and uh and yeah like joey says well if it makes you feel any better he was nice about it and it's like was he though what was he though he held you up in gunpoint yeah he basically he harassed you he uh sexually like uh like was asking inappropriate sexual questions to you he would not let you leave i don't think that he was being nice about it he was not being nice about it at all and that's why it kills me when like grace is like all right fine like i'm i'm out of here like i'm not waiting around for this motherfucker anymore and joey's like oh you're just gonna leave and it's like yeah she's gonna get as far fucking away from this guy as possible well she's gonna get her child's away from this man as soon as possible exactly like she has every right to stay away from that fucker who held you up at gunpoint to try to mug you and sexually harass you like who wants their child around someone like that it i certainly make, wouldn't yeah it doesn't make any sense and this is when like uh the doctor comes out and is like oh he's looking for his wife and so joey goes in and sits by him and i'm like joey please for the love of god get the fuck out of here like i just don't understand why she's entertaining this fucking guy's shenanigans at all at all it's just continual continuous like entertaining like she is not protecting herself in this situation and getting away and making sure that she feels um taken care of i i it's really mind-boggling like get the fuck out of there like go and find a safe space for yourself go hang out with like audrey go to your dorm room like do not stop do not pass go or whatever like just get out of there what the heck yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but he like uh he says he wanted to tell her like why he needed the money so badly. It was like like you said, the whole daycare thing, whatever, whatever. I love my wife, I love my daughter, blah 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 blah. Like this is all so stupid. Um like and he still is an ass. I don't understand why she still entertains any of this. Um, but you know what? The great news is that he dies. 
yeah while talking to joey but um yeah like because she starts talking about her dad right again yeah uh and that like oh like he was my hero essentially and he was he was asking questions like oh like did you ever forgive him or something along those lines and he go he goes and dies on her and then and then this is like another thing that really pissed me off she goes out finds grace again and she is the one that tells grace that the mugger died she's the one not the doctor like not and she tells oh he didn't make it it's like ma'am you have no authority here to get yeah. medical updates and then the most egregious part i guess is she like grace goes off and cries on a bench and then joey is left to be like oh because the kid was like oh joey did my daddy hurt you yeah she, she like, oh i can't this and, this she, and joey me, was I like rate. no actually she he saved me because i was not paying attention in the street which was partially true but i wasn't paying attention in the street and a car was gonna hit me and he saved me and then the little girl's like mommy daddy's a hero i just feel like this is not her place to lie to no, this kid it's not it's like, the it's mother's so choice ridiculous it's yeah the mother's choice um is she it's egregious it's ridiculous and yeah but apparently grace was appreciative because she mouthed thank you to joey because at least now the little girl will know that her daddy is not a screw up okay great and so joey's like you know what i'm not only gonna do all that then there goes all my 500 dollars. okay this is what pisses me off joey this is all you fucking have in the world where else are you going to get this money you worked for mrs valentine for years or a year to make this money you have no other money you have no money you have no money you have no fucking money what are you going to do they have money oh my god oh my gosh i couldn't believe this i couldn't i hated it this is and like i i just couldn't believe it she gave all her money they're not your responsibility joey like you don't need to you don't need to girl oh my god i forgot about that i forgot about it it's dumb it's terrible we hate it i i am floored i am floored because you yeah. know what? I'm protective of what I have, especially because I'm not some like Vanderbilt in the world. Like yeah. the little funds that I do have, I do have to protect it. And she comes from freaking nothing. And yeah. why would she give all that she has to this woman? It just like in a different, if they had like done this episode differently, maybe you can like imagine a world where this is an earned moment but it's just completely unearned it makes no sense it's stupid this entire episode is a waste of time and does nothing like yeah we know joey's dad's a drug dealer we know she has issues with him this didn't do anything to like expand on that or or like it just felt like out of place it really this is what happened. The show is like, we need a big to be continued moment. We need a big high stakes drama moment. Okay. What are we going to do? Let's think about this. Joey's in Boston. What's going to happen in Boston? Oh, she's going to get mugged. Oh, but the mugger is a drug dealer like her dad. So we can explore Joey's backstory. They like, you could see the cogs of what they're trying to do, but like, it's so pointless and it's not effective at all. And it's just a very, very crappy episode of TV. And it's like, where the fuck are the other creep creeps? Where's anybody? 
when she was in the hospital, why did she not call Dawson? Why did she not call PC? Why is nobody there to support Joey? Why didn't she call any support system that she has? Bessie, anybody. Why is she doing this on her own? Why? Why? Just why? Just why? Why did the show, if they wanted to highlight Katie Holmes, because I do think as the female lead, I do think that she deserves to be highlighted as we've been saying all season. She hasn't really had her time to shine. I don't think the thought of having an all Joey episode and exploring her backstory is a bad thing at freaking all, but I would rather her go back to jail and see her father again and come to terms with like all this shit one-on-one with her dad. If we want to work out some shit with her dad. Like, how about that? Like, let's actually dig in deep. Let her go to therapy and try to work all this shit out. Why the fuck do you want to come up with some convoluted story with some guy where the comparison is not one-to-one, as we've been saying. It is very different. It's a very different situation. Like, it's just... it. It is trying to do something and it doesn't land the make the landing. It's just ridiculous. And I I really hate it. I really, really hated this. I thought it was a waste of time. It pissed me off. The only and, and then we end the episode with her walking on the street back to alone again. Um, and then that's it. That's the fucking episode. What the fuck, Dawson's Creek? Go fuck yourself. This episode okay. is fucking sorry. No, you're fine. I, I mean, have you ever things. have you ever heard me so worked up about anything in my life? No, because this is such a shit episode and a waste of our time. Um, but let's take a quick break, <laughs> go to an ad break, and then we're gonna come back and we'll go through a little bit of feedback that we got. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay. Well, we did get a voicemail from Temi. Um, let's see what he has to say. Maybe he likes the episode. Maybe he doesn't mind it as much, um, you know, considering how much we absolutely despised it. Maybe he's just like, it's fine. Let's see what he has to say. Hi, ladies. This episode is basically a modern Shakespearean take on what a mugging would be like. You can tell because the mugger said, I may just shoot you yet. <laughs> I guess the whole event isn't funny, but the writing is funny. Yeah, the writing, the writing and the idea of the episode. The, the way it was executed, I guess, the writing. Um, and the actor, he said, Manono Buonix. So, I mean, where is the script supervisor on set, right? Um, and then for Sarah, I want to address what 
last episode, um, at 25-22, you uh, disparage sports video games. And I want to say, you can learn a lot about sports by playing video games nowadays. Jess was talking about button mashing. I think it's more than that these days that you can actually simulate the, the game. So um, in, it can be up to the point where you can play FIFA or a similar video game and actually learn how to improve your own uh, uh, technique in the game. I played FIFA and I learned how to kick the ball aerially, which I wasn't very good at before in other games like kickball. So the video games help you coordinate your mind, visualize, you know, just as you don't love sports, I don't understand how you don't love sports. So manga uh, it can be hard to organize soccer games. So I think FIFA can be a nice replacement. Um, and then with sports, you know, it's the mindset, the reasons um, why you like it and who introduces you and when they introduce you can make a big impact. Um, for example, you like Alabama football because it's sorority culture. Just think about Hayden Panettiere and remember the Titans. She was obsessed as a little girl with football. Why? Because of her dad, the coach. Bye. Timmy, Timmy. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy just spent this a full out entire voice. So bad <laughs> that you spent the majority of your voicemail talking about sports. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, I am you... dying right now at Timmy being like uh, marking down the timestamp of when you bashed people that play video games. Yeah, that are sports video games. Yeah, and he and he hates this episode. This is how nothing this episode is that he spends the entire voicemail talking I about sports. Sports. Yeah, uh, hilarious. We also got feedback from Tom Palmer about yeah. the whole uh, sports yeah. video game thing. Oh, wait, I'm so into sports now because guess what? I'm getting into um, I'm getting into basketball. Sarah, Sarah. What? Okay, all right. What? Anybody that says I'm so into sports right now, I just <laughs> think isn't. <laughs> I've been watching. I'm like so into I'm sports. Like so into basketball. Right Why are you into basketball? What are you? Uh, well, I was watching like UCLA basketball and uh, I have like a favorite player, Tiger Campbell. And a human um, being named Tiger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. T-Y-G-E-R. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> it does. It does. We're joking because uh, one of the um, enemies that we fought in our uh, D&D home game was named Tiger. Yeah. And he was named after this player. I did not know that. I just yeah on just UCLA messing around basketball. with that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I've been watching UCLA basketball and uh, go sport. Yeah. Can I tell you what I hate most about basketball? The squeaks. The squeaks. And me too. Why are they squeaking all the time? I don't know. Um, Alex uh, said that it's because they play hard or something. He Get out of here. Get them shoes that don't squeak. This is 2023. <laughs> he said it's good when it squeaks because that means no. that they're playing hard. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's the exact thing that I said, actually, funnily enough. Yeah. Okay. Once again, we're not talking about this episode. Of course we aren't because it sucks. Okay. What else? Um, do we have a, a an email from our we, friend Kimmy? I love how you ask. Do Specifically, do we have an email from our friend Kimmy? Yes. We, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, Sarah, how'd you know? We what do. What a surprise. What a surprise. Which, which by the way, I think I so talked to you about like um, uh, off air about how like exclusive Kimmy's book club is. Yeah. I finally got the invite. You got Thank the invite. I love how you say this. Like, you're shading Kimmy. She's going to listen to this. No. It, <laughs> it was funny because I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm desperately trying to get into the book club. 
but I finally got access. Oh my god, yeah, that's I'm really great. excited. Look at that. Look at you. Jordan really excited. Um, we did get an email from Kimmy uh, entitled, what in the actual Stockholm Syndrome is this episode? So Very I'm going to done. read this uh, entire email in full because one, I love it. And two, uh, we're only 56 minutes into a podcast that's normally like two hours. So we, we got time. Um, <laughs> I have to believe that this actor, real name is Sam Ball, uh, known as Joey's Mugger, but most famously known as Jeremiah from Sex in the City. Do you remember that episode? Jeremiah was a bulldog. I do remember bullfrog. that. Bulldog. Bull- <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally different song. Like Listen. Jeremiah was a bulldog, was a good friend of mine, and then he hung out not at the pond, but like where at Georgia so here, football. This, I can I can tell you the exact Sex and City episode. Yeah. What's happening is Big gets Carrie an ugly bird purse. I they remember go that to this party where you cannot drink anything red you have to drink white things and jeremiah is a cater waiter and carrie is like old friends with him and instead of hanging out with the yuckety yucks all the like uppity people of the party she's hanging out with jeremiah and at one point they're out on the balcony and he's like oh do you want to see my new tattoo and it's like near his wiener and so he pulls down his pants and that's when big comes out (gasps) and sees them Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then they they leave the party together and Carrie tells Big off and she leaves with Jeremiah and then they just start singing, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Bulldog. It's not bulldog. It is bullfrog. Yeah. Anyway, I love how we're it's gonna take 10 minutes to get to this email. Okay. Um uh okay, here we go. Uh he blackmailed the writers or the writers lost a bet, or they were like, I cannot think of one singular thing for any of the other actors to do this episode. Please rank your top five absurd things from this episode. Here are mine. Number one, there is not one other person on the streets of Boston. Not one. We did talk about this. This is so ridiculous. Uh, accurate for, uh, or not accurate. Like it, it's most, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, two, this man is the worst robber ever. What the fuck is, is he just chatting around? No mask, casual, walking around. My God, this man's biggest crime is how dumb he is. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck um number three joey asks any chance you two will work things out huh this woman this told you he ruined her life and just sexually harassed and mugged you at gunpoint uh yeah and yet joey yeah. is very casually asking about his life yeah that's what this episode is right yeah uh this doctor is nuts he said he's doing well lots of internal bleeding i'm certain doctors cannot say this about patients even if they are muggers <laughs> <laughs> yep you you know that violates hipaa yeah yep um uh number five why did the wife give her drug dealing husband five hundred dollars in the first place why did joey give her all her savings what is happening <laughs> yeah as you know that that was like the most uh egregious part where i really lost it mm-hmm. where all the money that she owns in this world went to this dude's wife yep this random lady you just met 10 if it was ago. me i would fucking sue that family up the wazoo <laughs> um 
Well, see, I'm so tired of this episode. <laughs> this is like, stop um, yawning. I can't help it. I'm tired. Uh, look, if Joey had mentioned her father any time since the season two finale, maybe this story works. But no joke, she forgot she had a dad and that Dawson made her wear a wire to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that did happen. I forgot about that. Uh, I do not understand this story arc, its purpose or how it relates to anything. Anyone is going through this season. Wow. Uh, I didn't realize how bad this episode was until now. In the words of Billy Madison, what I've just watched is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever seen. At no point in its rambling, incoherent script was it even close to anything that could be considered a rational plot. Everyone on this podcast is now dumber for having watched that, and may God have mercy on our soul. Also, yeah. Joey's mom died of breast cancer, not lung cancer. What the fuck? You can't even be bothered to get the story right. Wow um True. yeah that's pretty pretty alarming uh, especially because how good this episode this uh show typically is at uh continuity, continuity. yeah mm -hmm. yeah this season they've completely fallen off the continuity boat in my opinion um and she says end of rant you guys are the best you're the best kimmy thank you so much for not only sending an amazing feedback but also inviting sarah into your book club so i don't have to hear about the book club anymore <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, the book that we're going to read, I think, is uh, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which is a very popular book these days. I've seen it everywhere. Yeah. Yes. No, it's, What's uh, it? Give, a, give us the, like, uh, quick little... Uh, so what I think it is, is, like, two people that became friends in the 80s and, like, started either playing video games or they, like, created video games. And I think it goes through the next, like, 30 years of their friendship and relationship. Aww. I think it's something like that. that. Sounds nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the episode. Can I tell you what the next episode title is going to be? Yes. In a lonely place. I mean, we're all in a lonely place. <laughs> okay, that was a little dramatic. Sarah. Sarah needs to have her own motivational posters, except they're sad motivational yeah, posters. Yeah, they're very morose. And they just <laughs> in a lonely place. And it's just rain. With like yeah. white words and a lonely place. We're all in a lonely place. All in a lonely place. Yeah. Oh, um. Well. So uh, funny. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm fine. Like I'm fine. I'll I'll be fine. I will never have to watch this episode again. Twice in my life was enough. More oh, than yeah, enough. I, see, I watched it once. I couldn't even stomach it a second time. I watched. And it. can I tell you? I usually watch yeah. them in like one sitting, where I'll watch the whole episode and whatever, yeah. whatever. I had to pause halfway through this episode. Oh, did I was you? like, I'll get back to this later. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna put this down and pick it back I up did. i couldn't time. even stand watching it all at once because it was yeah. so bad yeah i mean it was rough it was rough times on the streets i hope it's Boston the worst episode streets. we ever we watch of the show well did somebody to come, write to us and said that this kimmy is like, did kimmy was like you know why I, I wish i can say this is the worst episode but there's like 23 other episodes that are worse she said there was like a bottom 15 or something and this is one of them but the other ones are all yet to come so uh so That's i guess horrifying. we're just like going downhill but you know what hopefully this was an entertaining podcast for our listeners hopefully you know you got to laugh along or yeah. rant along with us and if this is like a taste of what's to come like we'll get through it together that's we'll what get it through is it. and maybe they'll finally get desperate enough to ask us to do an ama <laughs> <laughs> 
do not know anything they about really, me they at don't all. Care. One they don't thing care. about me. Do you want anything? I'm an interesting person, I swear. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm really not. So I'm not either. So maybe that's why they don't maybe care. Yeah, you know, maybe we're just fucking boring. It's fine. Mm, it's possible. It's definitely possible. But why it's are you fine. listening to this if we're boring? Anyway, because they're only interested in us talking about Dawson's Creek. I guess so. Anything else interesting going on in your life, Sarah? That in my like life? Today? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, as you know, my baby girl, Belle, my dog, uh, had to go through surgery this week for bladder stones again. Mm-hmm. Um, She's recovering. Is it like a genetic thing? Like, why do dogs get them? Do you know? Uh, so uh, it's common in Shih Tzus because it's just one of those breed problems, but it's common in small dogs. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like how some humans are susceptible to um like utis or yeast infections Mm -hmm. or whatever so it is it's probably genetic it's probably because of like improper breeding down the road i adopted her i did but i know for a fact that she originally came from a puppy mill i think it's just like how yeah these dogs are like um uh, bred they're bred uh, for certain things and not yeah. necessarily for health reasons. Right, sure. exactly. Yep. So, um, but the thing is, is that like she's susceptible to UTIs, um, which eventually forms bladder stones. And uh, once I brought her to a specialist and like her hoo-ha is like, I don't know. We don't need to talk about her hoo-ha. <laughs> but, she's really so embarrassed. Mom doesn't talk I about know. my hoo-ha on the podcast. I know. I'm sorry. I don't need to talk about it. But no, like, no, basically but, uh, like her anatomy is like structured a certain way where like it is susceptible uh even more so um but nonetheless like you know it is typically treatable by like antibiotics but unfortunately she had a blockage and uh you know we took care of her we took care of her she's okay um she so that was that was a that was a little bit of a hiccup in my week but besides that we'd be living we're fine mm-hmm. um you know i th- want to thank uh mrs zoloft for getting me through <laughs> all this and uh of course vanessa my therapist there you go we love vanessa and zoloft definitely mm-hmm. mental health is important people <laughs> yep how about you anything to do anything interesting no my life is boring as the people who won't ask us to do an ama know um (laughs) uh no honestly not a ton going on i'm trying to keep my january a little on the lighter side to try to start my year off the right way in terms of stress-free as much as possible yeah um don't know that i'm actually succeeding in that given how many zits i currently have on my face oh yeah the big another one on the eyebrow guy here vegas is starting to it's dissipating at least it doesn't look bumpy as much which is yeah so like i had the zit since i went to vegas in december and it's like really been not okay and i I, I, it's been rough so i'm sorry that you're a little bit stressed i hope that you know, January is almost over. Well, no, we're like halfway. We're halfway. The thing <laughs> is, is totally it's, it is what it is, right? Like, uh, I'll get through it no matter what. But it's just, um, I'm just like, all right, I'm about done with this. Like, yeah. I'm about done with this stress level. So, mm-hmm. um, beyond that, no, not a ton going on. Just yeah. uh, getting through the winter months. But I, I will say, it's been a pretty mild winter in upstate New York. So, mm-hmm. it's um, cold today. Yeah, a little. Ch- I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind the cold. Honestly, I prefer. If, if we're going to be in winter anyway, I don't need it to be like minus 20 degrees, but like, I don't mind it being a little chillier. So at least the ground is firm. 
you know right yeah i got a dog and he gets muddy paws and i hate it oh yeah yeah no fun yeah so. uh this week we also um recorded Thelma and louise as we uh previously mentioned with sarah carradine and that so was great fun. The I listen if you are gonna listen if you just like randomly listen to our bonus podcasts and like don't necessarily watch any of this stuff I, I don't know if there are people out there that like or do that but highly highly recommend you watch that movie I'm someone who complains about the length of movies often and I didn't even feel the two mm-hmm. hours of that movie like it felt like it went by so quickly yeah oh it was on um by the way it's on Amazon Prime yeah you can so. watch it for free if you yeah. have Amazon obviously right 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 um, or if you borrow most people it do yeah. Yeah, um, but it's uh, it's a really, really fun movie, and the podcast was so much fun. So that'll yeah. be that'll that's already out uh, when you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, so go, go check, check that out. out. Check, check it out. Um, what else? I'm you reading. Want to announce what we're doing in February, or should we wait until next week to do that? Uh, I mean, we might as well just tell them. Okay. So what are we doing? Well, it's February. Right, it's February, so we're going to have like a Sandy B month. It'd be a Sandy B moment. She's going to yeah. get her spot in the limelight. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock for those who aren't best friends with her and don't call her Sandy B. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I think what's going to end up happening is just that's like a little teaser, but we'll get into like what we're actually covering. I think the plan right now is we're going to pick one movie that we're going to definitely do and then we'll put right. a poll up with for you all to pick the other movie that we do right yeah it's kind of the plan right now so mm-hmm. um more fun stuff to come i feel like we have a lot of fun plans for for this year but something to keep in mind is like the the idea of now that we've had our kind of uh quiet january we can kind of do a little bit more going forward in the in the next couple of months right right yeah, yeah. all right um, i'm gonna go uh you know play some good old uh or read the Prince Harry book now. Alone again. Alone again. Yeah. Sing that to yourself too. I yeah, just I, picture Sarah yeah. with a motivational picture saying we're all lonely and just listen to Alone Again. Alone again. As it if, rains outside. Oh, actually, if anybody knows what song that is, just like send it over my way because I really can't find it. You should sing it into Shazam and see if it comes up. Does that work? I don't think so. Mm, okay. <laughs> Definitely not know. my voice. I don't know. Definitely um, not my voice. I'm not the singer no. uh, out of the two of us. That's but, for sure. Uh, you could find me at the Jess Sterling. You could find Sarah at Sarah Ferguson. You could find the podcast at Shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can send us voicemails at Shit90spod.com if you would like to do so. We so appreciate getting them and emails. Shit90spod at gmail.com. Um, Sarah, you also have a new podcast coming up. Do you want to plug it? Oh, yeah. I'm PSR. I'm going to be covering How I Met Your Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, with have you watched season one um, yet i know you guys are gonna do like a season one. yeah recap. i think i have like one more episode that i need How to it? watch it's pretty good it's pretty good um i think that it has a lot of uh things that allude to the original series which mm-hmm. i do enjoy and has hillary duff in it and queen we love hillary duff of Me course too. anybody who um, was our age back in the early 2000s watched Lizzie McGuire and that was mm-hmm. like a pivotal show for me I loved that show when I was a kid um, and then has uh, you know Glow remember that show I Glow? loved Glow I loved Who's, Glow yeah who from Glow is in it uh, Bash Okay, I have ba- to look it up. Remember now, Bash? Please. Bash was like the producer guy that, like, oh, yeah, that yes, had the money. I recognize him. Chris Lowell, I think, yeah. is his. Uh, and then it has the girl that gave Selena Gomez her kidney. 
just I need to take a second to sit with that statement. It has the <laughs> There's a girl who gave Selena Gomez a kidney. Okay, so uh, this is, is this serious. a fellow actor? Like, what do you mean? Okay, they so... just plucked her off the street and were like, okay. you want an acting job? <laughs> so Francia something or other. Razia? Like, yeah, I think she's a, uh, a Disney star originally. And she was friends with Selena Gomez. And Selena Gomez has lupus and she needed a kidney transplant. Very serious. So Francia was a match and she gave her kidney to Selena Gomez and um which is incredible like a really beautiful thing to do and um you know they were very very close but in selena gomez's uh documentary my mind and i on hbo she did not thank nor mention franzia and then in a recent interview she said that taylor swift was her only friend in the industry and franzia was very offended i mean yeah you i gave you a whole ass kidney bitch exactly and then you know what selena gomez said she said i'm sorry i can't mention everybody in (laughs) everything that i oh, do no, she didn't she doubled down she doubled down uh and yeah so whenever i see Yikes. this character it's like all i think about is the drama yeah. between her and selena gomez and the kidney oh and like the gosh. thing is is that like to give a kidney is like such a big thing but also like this is kind of just a lesson in life especially for somebody like me that like gives 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 like you have to do things out of kindness and with no expectations in return because if you do if you do do things and you expect people to like thank you and like you know give you compliments and give you love like and it doesn't happen you're only going to feel let down and broken in the process so if you're going to do something in an act of kindness then you have to do it wholeheartedly out of kindness or Mm -hmm. else it's not really out of kindness it's a very difficult lesson to learn and something that like i'm continuously learning because you want to be praised for things that you do right but sometimes it just doesn't happen like people are humans are humans and they act how they act so if you're going to do something you can't expect them to act a certain way only donate a kidney to an actor that you think will praise you later on (laughs) is the lesson i'm hearing i don't know it's, yeah, it's just it's drama wild. it's just you did, also you didn't bring up 90s queen kim cattrall she's in it oh of course yeah so kim cattrall um is acting as the future hillary duff oh fun okay okay great yeah. maybe i'll check it out i haven't yeah, watched any so of the show i was like... very much burned by how i met your mother and how that show ended and i was like fair enough this show! i know so you know how uh, like yeah. bob saget was like the voice of ted mosby rip in Bob the future yes yep uh the great Bob Saget uh Kim Cattrall is the future Hillary Duff but like instead of just like a voiceover you, you see her too or you see I her. feel like that makes sense you can't have Kim Cattrall and not see her you know what I mean right. like yeah what an yeah. icon yeah wow so, yeah well that's fun that'll be coming up on Posture Recaps you're going to be covering that with Adam H who I covered Mythic Quest with so yeah it's going to be fun so go check yep. who has been out. on this podcast He's been on this podcast. He is going to return at some point in this season as well to guests. Are we like just like uh, dragging this on? We are. We should end the podcast. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back. Thank you for bearing with us. Yep. We're going to be back hopefully with a better episode. Season five, episode 16 next week. Um, uh, Like I said, you could check us out all the places we already mentioned and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Shit 90 shows taught me.
how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.